and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Our Hot Topics are brought to you by Horizon Credit Union. Okay, I do want to bring something up that Barbara Jane had called and let us know about. And Jay, you had mentioned it at the very beginning of the show, but part of it we did not focus on that is very important. Today is winter solstice. Yeah. First day of winter. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we had not talked on was the fact that starting today, it gets lighter earlier. Yeah. It stays the- lighter longer. Sorry, it gets, yeah. Yeah, the days are getting stays longer. stays lighter longer. Right. Starting today. That's a great feeling. Oh, my gosh. It's a Christmas miracle right before <laughs> yes, Christmas, everyone. Is. That's a great point. I mean, we should celebrate that. Well, how many minutes a day is it? I think is it's it like, like three, is it not? Okay. I was going to guess seven. I couldn't remember what it was. Sunset tonight is set to be 4.01 p.m. Okay. It will never be, it will never happen before that. It will not be anytime in the three o'clock hour ever. Again. Again. That's, uh, ever again. I mean, let's just go out and say that ever again. That no would one be will nice, remember. wouldn't it? No one will remember next year. Yeah. And plus, you know, they'll change it next year. We, we are set to have eight hours, 25 minutes of daylight today here okay. in, in Spokane, Washington. That is uh, that is good news. Yeah, that seven, doesn't sound bad. No, 7.35 to 4 o'clock. It really doesn't sound terrible. No, it doesn't. I it's will a say the afternoon. You say we'll have almost 16 hours of darkness. Yeah. If you, that, yeah. That's not as Let's good. go half full. Yes, please. Maybe. And it will, like I say, I think by like the end of January. No, it won't even be that long, will it? I'm like mid-January. It'll be in the five o'clock hour. It's got to be. It's got to be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, maybe like the twentieth or so, somewhere in that vicinity. I, I will That's remind a good feeling. you because I do want to remind you of this though. On the twenty-fifth of July. Yes. Or excuse me, the twenty-first of July. It will have the sunrise will happen at five thirteen a.m. and the sun will set at eight thirty-seven p.m. Wow, that's a lot more hours of sunlight. Just so <laughs> yeah, everybody really knows. Is. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're head that way again. Uh, Fifteen hours, twenty-three minutes, to be exact. Thank so you. you know, seven more hours. Seven more hours, almost double. <laughs> that is but crazy. today it stops. So winter solstice today, it's going to be lighter, longer as the days progress, heading into next Christmas. Yeah, it officially is uh, winter as of now. I think uh, like an hour ago or so. It does seem weird that that the kickoff to winter is when it starts to get yeah lighter. It should be the kickoff to winter is when you yeah. feel like you're dying. <laughs> right, exactly. But the kickoff of nice. winter should be. When we, fall, the tree. when we fall back. Yeah, that's a good point. That seems like a good time to do that. Like maybe, well, we'll see, we fall back like the first weekend or whatever it is of November. Do you feel like that should be later? Yeah. Like we fall back. Isn't winter right at, right at Thanksgiving time anyway? I mean, that feels, feels like, like, it feels me, like winter. Yeah. So yeah, we should all do that at the same time. Thanksgiving weekend, the weekend before, because always people get too confused. You fall back, we make it winter. So it is written, so it is done. Or we, we could just stop doing the fallback. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Thing. Stop doing the fallback, and we need to make a bigger deal of winter solstice. Don't mess with anything else that's already happening. Everything else is great. Okay. But we need to have a day off on winter solstice, or there oh. needs to be winter solstice parties. There needs to be a winter solstice deal at work. Yeah. Winter stol- solstice needs more around it. Celebration of the season, whatever season it officially turns to. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a shot to the scientists out there. It really is. We're working hard to keep things rocking and rolling. You know, learning about scientific stuff and 
the the poles and that fake line that goes through the center of the earth on the axis and all that stuff. Yeah. Tilt. Mm-hmm. All the people that learn about that stuff, we're kind of discrediting all the hard work they do and just saying like, oh, cool, thanks for telling us about winter solstice, big deal. We're all going right. to work right through your big day. We should respect them and we should take some time off to, to celebrate their hard work. I agree with everything you've said so far. Yeah. I just well, think it's close enough to Christmas. It'd be kind of silly to take a day off today and then Would work it a couple days and then be off again. So maybe just like more of an extended deal. We get, you don't want it to be like, like Veterans Day. Like the 21st through the 25th. You don't want Solstice to want. Christmas is yes. time off. Well, they rhyme. That's correct. They do. They sound very similar. Right. I think it's great. By the way, I'm looking here at some of the things people do to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do any of those things. I want to do. I want to come up with our own stuff because I don't really have interest in crafting orange pomanders for Yule. Huh? No. Don't like that. We need to. We uh, here's the deal. Science. You've done your part. You've yeah. given us the day. Yeah. Now let us commercialism. Let us do our part. This is a great idea. And let's commercialize your day because we do what? it. We do it a lot, and we're better at it because that doesn't sound fun. We'll think of something. No, the commercials terrible. will think of something a lot more fun than that. What if we did a day like where all the stores leading up to Christmas had like big sales? <laughs> <laughs> we could commercialize. I think that's kind it. of been done, though. I feel like that's yeah. that's. Okay. By the way, the Yule log comes from this event. Mm. A Yule log is a special ceremonial log that is lit on the night of winter solstice or Yule. Hence the name Yule log. It's a ritual performed to help reignite the sun. Traditionally, a Yule log fire kept burning all night as a symbol of light on the darkest night of the year. That's actually awesome. I oh, did not know I that. I got it. And now I know what a Yule log is, and now I feel like fires are the thing. I get what we do on winter solstice. We create a website, and it has, like, small gifts worth less than $3. Oh, I and, like that. And you will log in. You will yep. log, log in, in. And then when you do, you just put in your address and stuff, and they, and they ship you free. A uh, a three dollar gift, which would probably be a candy cane and a peppermint hot chocolate. Yeah, it kind of sounds like secret Santa, secret log. Yeah. Yep, yep. The secret log. What do you think? <laughs> Are we in? Do you guys know what a Yule log is in food? Nothing. I saw in one at the food? store the other day, and I don't know what it was. I think it, it said <laughs> Yule log, <laughs> and it was twenty nine dollars. Okay, Kev, I've got it right here. A Yule log or That's a boucher? Is it cheese? De Noel is a traditional Christmas cake. Okay, oh, Kevin, it, it's James. a cake. Kev, okay. if you type in Yule log into the World Wide Web into Google.com, it does not come up with what we just learned oh, from yeah. science, as the world has already commercialized something I thought we could commercialize. Dang it! And they have turned what was that thing I read you that was boring and all about fire and yeah. stuff into what Kevin is talking about, a very good Christmas cake. Oh, it looks like a Swiss roll. Yes, and it's big. The Giant. one I saw was gigantic. Oh, this thing is huge. I'm and I at. wondered if it was a cake, but then, Jay, I thought the same thing you did. I'm like, is that a s- cheese? And it was $29, so I thought, well, it must be a cheese. <laughs> right. See, it looks like a big piece of wood. A lot of people yeah. will yes. even carve like, the wood bark on the yeah, side of it. I love cool. it. We, you know what? We made a joke about commercializing a dumb science thing that was that's actually scientific. And instead, someone had already done that, and it was the entire world. Mm. Late again. None of us have had Yule Log cake, have we? No, it looks great, though, KJ. I did not know it existed until a minute ago. I'd be willing to try it. 
See if I can find one and bring it in. I'm guessing that's not from around here. Like, we didn't create that. That's not an American treat. Uh, France, Belgium, Switzerland uh. are responsible for the logs, But we are right in there. The variants come from the United States, United Kingdom, Portugal, and Spain. Finally, some variants from us. Jay, Kevin, Good one. I'm going to guess that at least half of the world, nope, half of America, if you said, hey, Grandma, no, not Grandma. Grandma might know. Mom, I'm bringing over a Yule log. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. And so I put the magic eggs into my hat. Abracadabra to coin the phrase. (laughs) And voila, the eggs have turned into Kevin James. Missy, missy, missy. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics round two brought to you in part by Horizon Credit Union. Also, a texter said that in Alaska they celebrate the winter solstice with fireworks. Oh, okay. And drinks. I like that celebration. It's basically the 4th of July. Sounds like a great one. Yeah, I like that a lot. You're in also in Alaska. I feel like that's an important day. I like, yeah, that's real important because let's see what time it gets dark. Yeah, check up their sun. We're in Anchorage, Alaska. Sunset uh, sure. in Anchorage, Alaska. Let's just go to one of the big dogs. Three forty-two. So not uh, not wildly different. Yeah, but what about sunrise? Oh, sunrise in Anchorage, Alaska today. Ooh, 10.14 a.m. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Still dark. Yeah. So oh. wait, we'd finish work. No, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, you'd be done with your show, and it's still dark out. Yeah, that's, that's not cool. That's diff- definitely different. Not quite what I'm looking for. No, uh-uh. no. Maybe that's why they celebrate with fireworks, because the days are finally getting a little longer. We can all agree fireworks make more sense in the winter, right? Because well, it's, it's dark so early. It's dark early. Yeah. It's safer. Yeah. It's like it's it is. I wish it was more of a tradition around here. Well, they do New Year's, right? Don't they still do a, a New bit, Year's celebration? Yeah. But I don't feel like people do it at their house as much. Well, you our neighborhood I mean? not does. Quite, not I'm, quite as Fourth of July. Not not to that extent, that though. Yeah. yeah, not not that much. I enjoy it because I'm usually up anyway, as opposed to you know midnight on the Fourth of July, which I'm not always up for. That is very true. Boys, there is a dying trend in the world of Christmas bums me out a little bit. In fact, if you looked in the Mm mid-70s, 30% of Americans, just over 30% of Americans, said they would do this Christmas tradition during the the holiday season. This year, 5% of Americans said they would be participating in this over the holidays. What is it? Uh, Boy, I'm trying to think. What would have died? That's a lot of percentages. Maybe maybe Christmas caroling because you don't go door to door. That is it. A form of Christmas caroling. The article, a big article, had a lot of different reasons for it. But the the main thing was, and Kev, what you said, a lot of the door-to-door stuff used to exist. People caroling in their neighborhood. But it also included just going to... They they said a lot more people back in the day would go to big, big stores and malls. I don't know if it would be like just a big department yeah. store would have carolers. Well, the mall would for sure. Yeah. And they would go out and they would do the caroling to others. But 30% back in the 70s 
of Americans said they would do some form of Christmas caroling. This year, 5%. Man. That's a bummer. That's got to be a COVID thing too, right? Yeah. Maybe. Definitely. Do you, the best way to spread Christmas cheer well, is singing loud for everyone to hear, I right? think we're kind so of against true. the whole spreading thing. I don't know. That's probably why. I, they used to slim in the malls. I know they Christmas hired. cheer. I, like we said earlier, they name these things at like cool names now. Omicron's a great name. Yeah. Cool name. Christmas cheer, really cool name. Next yep. thing you know, someone's going to take it and use it for bad. Right. They they used to actually hire people to sing in the malls. I remember, you know, much younger, going to the malls. They just would have people singing. Really? Okay. In the mall. Is there anyone I don't out? That. Is there anyone out there right now that will have people singing in their front yard this year, or is planning on going around the neighborhood singing? If you are, I want to hear from you four four one zero nine nine nine. And your family's probably not doing it anymore. You used to not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I wish we were. I loved doing that, but uh, the plans have changed as, sure. ev- as everyone's getting older and doing their own things now. So it's not happening. But I do miss it quite a bit. I gotta believe, and and I could be wrong about this because I haven't spent. Christmas in a small town in a while. But like growing up in Harrington, caroling was was a big deal. And it may have just been the time. But it, to me, it seems like in a small town, someone's still going to go caroling. You think it's yeah. more likely like, to happen? Yeah, we did it with the church, like the, the kids or youth group. We would all yeah. be together and then we would go. I remember going over to the little apartments or to the, uh, the nursing home in Davenport or whatever. Like we would go do all that stuff and then... Just go around to houses in a small town. Yeah, and that would be and cool. maybe that doesn't happen anymore, but it just doesn't it feel like it still would in a small town? Yeah, I think it's a really cool idea. I think it's a great small town thing. I think it's a great any town. I thing. do too. I like the vibe. Yeah, I just don't I don't think anybody's ever I don't think anybody's ever done it at our house. I think they do the fire truck, but I think they just play Christmas music. They don't just sing. Santa on the truck? Yeah. And I've not yep. been I've not been to the mall in the last week. To see, it would probably be over the weekend if they still have people who stand in parts of the mall and do the singing. I used to love that. When I worked at the mall, oh, the groups that would come do the caroling, it made the whole mall feel so much more alive. Do those people just show up or are they paid by the mall? I don't think they're paid by the mall, Jay. I think there are a lot of people who they, they volunteer to come in and fill time That's slots. Great. I know my parents did it for a while. I know they didn't get paid. But they would, you know, you'd fill in like, oh, we're, we're, we'd be willing to come in Saturday at noon, and we'll sing from noon wow. to, to one. Well, paid with smiles and good fortune. Jay and Kevin's yeah. hot topics. I mean, honestly. Hot topics. Hot topics. I got hook, line, and sinkered by an article in the New York Post today, and I would like to read you the headline and then tell me uh, if you think what I think. This is one of the big headlines today that is. One of the top read stories of the day from the New York Post. Six-year-old uses allowance to buy first home for $671,000. <laughs> Thoughts? I wish uh, his parents oh. gave me that allowance. Yeah, I was. that's what I was thinking is like, that's he's done a lot of work in six years. Uh, I, it, is a, it is a girl named Ruby McClellan. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with her sister Lucy and her brother Gus, they have saved money over the years from household chores and helping their dad package his best-selling book to buy their very own plot of land. 
down in Melbourne, Australia. What the heck? Uh, she was on the news and said on oh Seven God. News down in Melbourne, my name is Ruby. I'm six years old and I'm about to buy my first house. And I thought, oh my gosh, what a story. $671,000. It's a lot. Uh, their father, Cam McClellan, a property investment expert, revealed that each one of his children had saved up $2,000 to contribute ah. to the land. So that's $6,000. Now, $6,000 is still $6,000 more than I had ever in my life. Right. So that's crazy. Yeah. And all I could think about, I was trying to find the good in this story, you know, with the holidays and all. Mm-hmm. The partially built house and land located in the suburb of Clyde in southeastern Mon- in south- southwestern Melbourne cost 671000 McClellan predicts the land will double in value in 10 years. Okay, so well, trying to make money. It's a good investment. Money. Yeah. But my thing is, one, the kids come across to Lincoln a little spoiled, a little bit spoiled. <laughs> when you do an article like that, it's like, well, they helped me package my best-selling book, and now they have $671,000. But also, don't tell me they bought a $671,000 yeah. house when they had $2,000, which is still right. crazy for a kid to have. Yeah. But come on. You know the book. I bit. Hook, line, and sinker. I totally bit on the article. I was super excited to read more about the spoiled children, but yeah. it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was. I just clicked on it. Do you know the book they helped package? I would love to know. It's titled My Four-Year-Old, The Property Investor. Wait, is what? That, is that really real? Yeah. Okay. So, so this the is whole thing was just house, a promotional. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think dad is. I, the kids are probably great. Yeah. I have I have beef with with pops. I think they kind of exaggerated a smidge there. Yeah, I, I might have beef with pops. He probably might have, our own fault because we wanted to believe it. By dirt. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. You guys give up? Oh yeah, thirsty for more. Kevin James. Where are you, you little creep? The Jay and Kevin show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. I'm not sure you needed to say that. What? You kind of asked for it. No. 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 Hold on. Jay walked over to me. And he said to me, he got really close to me, and I was like, okay, this is weird. He's really close to me, and I don't know why. And he says, do you want to be really mad? And I, and hey, I, for at least some reason, I warned you. And for some reason, I go, yeah. Yeah, that's on you. And then he opens the fridge, and he pulls out <laughs> his food from Rick yesterday. Our, our listener, Rick, brought in amazing smoked chicken Wrapped in bacon with a jalapeno popper inside. It was yeah. absolutely delicious. It really yesterday. is. It's great. It's great again today. And Jay apparently ate one bite of his no, yesterday I ate half and then put it, it in the fridge. I ate half of it, oh, you I, did. I have a lot left though. So Man. yeah. So yeah, Kevin said uh, a couple of things that I don't think he's ever said before. Not to me. <laughs> at least. I was like, wow. Do you, that- do you want? Do you want to be mad? I mean, yeah. I tried to warn you that uh, uh, I was going worked. to. I was mad at you. Make you angry by pulling out leftovers that I knew you'd want some of it, and I'm not giving you any. I also don't understand this. I know Rick is on vacation this week, mm-hmm. so why couldn't he have brought in stuff every day? <laughs> it seems like a little, <laughs> little wonder, much to ask. Wondering the same thing about the trash bag. 
The same thing about the trash was bag? Why you couldn't bring in something every day? Is that oh, last week when I was on vacation. Uh, oh, yeah, that yes, was... I don't know that, I don't know that we that throw stones when we're yeah. yeah, That's what he did. Yeah, he forgot. He yeah, forgot. He, he was going to, and he uh, left, the, uh, left the food on his counter. So, yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, people who live in glass houses is what you're thinking, right, Slim? I'm thinking that might be a thing right there. Yeah. Plus, I'm very thankful that he brought that, and I, oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. fine with once a year if I get it. Are it was amazing. Thankful that I brought in stuff for the trashers? Nope. Didn't think so. Well, I I Yes. <laughs> yes, but it but because we were hedging our bets, assuming you weren't going to, it did lead to a lot of extra work last week getting into a closet that we weren't supposed to access. Crafty and getting though, TC mad at me. Pretty crafty of us. Yeah, and TC was not pleased, but I think we just sell him on. You're almost done with work for the same. Yeah, right well, here. he had Friday off yeah, too, so we did the. He hey, said a well, very bad tomorrow. thing to me because of it last week. A very bad thing to me. Kind of like what you said to me, Kevin, when I pulled the leftovers out. Right around the yeah. same kind of. Yeah, he is very unhappy. Context. I was like, dude, just trust me. It's for the better of the station. And he having, also didn't buy that. Yeah, having seen TC yesterday, I can promise you, he. Is in such vacation mode that That's I don't great. know that he even will care ever again about anything at the station. Which is great. Which is very good. He yeah, needed some well-deserved to, time off. You got to shut it down. Yeah, he needed some well-deserved time off. He was very funny last week before leaving. Uh, all the stuff he he told me for about an hour. All the stuff he needed to get done. Yeah. Yes. You're like you just could have got that done. That I would be <laughs> over my. Hour. Most of that would be done if you just jumped in. But yeah, there is a. It's tough sometimes for, and I think there's a lot of people like that that have a difficult time, at least at the very beginning of a vacation, shutting it down. Which is the nicest part about the. I mean, your his vacation started Thursday when he finished. Yeah. So you kind of get the. You almost feel like Friday is the free day, even though you're yep. like I'm on vacation. Yep. But yep. you kind of transition there, <laughs> and then all of a sudden by by this week, by yesterday, now you're like literally off for the week so it's you know takes a minute to get I there. did almost get mad at him because TC is a guy that doesn't always let go of work he kind of is one of those that you know will still think about work or do work sometimes when he's on vacation I don't understand people like that yeah and he is uh he came in over the weekend uh, why were you at the station He's like, ah, I don't know, because Thursday I just got done and said I'm leaving. Right. No, that's. Because I, I had to go in and record all the keywords yep. oh, for that's the entire funny. week. I kind of like, get it, though. At some point, you just want to go, you know, I'll yeah. take a break for a day and a half, and then I'll come back and I won't be, in, you know, at my own time. It's quiet on the weekend. There's nobody here. I kind of get that. Because sometimes you just want to get out. Like, you Remember have a lot to do the last day. When I was young, I used to be that guy who would work the whole time during vacation. Man, I'm glad that changed. Now I don't even do the thing I said I was going to do. I, I'm really sorry, Slim. You're very mad about it. And I apologize that I let you down last week. I wish you would have just sent me a text and reminded me I would have brought you all the stuff. Here's my, here's my thing with it. It's that. my bad. I am a big believer in do unto others. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I really do not like getting texts when I'm on vacation that are work-related. Noted. I, I do not. It is. I think all of us are mostly in that same boat. Like I'll get an email from work when I'm on vacation and I'm like, man... This is not the time to send me that email. You could have done it last week, baby, baby. And it's I so I am I am a big time believer in not bothering people when they're on vacation. Because they're so they're so rare, right? Vacation days are yeah. so rare True. and so valuable. It's almost more valuable than gold. <laughs> not almost as valuable as Bitcoin. I mean it's behind Bitcoin. Yeah, what could but I think above gold. 
I think that's fair. And yeah. it can really alter your, like you can be in a specific mood, vacation mood, and one text can throw you into like a complete tailspin, even if it's the most benign text ever. Yeah. It just kind of, all of a sudden you're like, well, uh, now I've changed everything I'm thinking of. I avoided something yesterday thanks to our buddies. I know I was at, I was working, so it was a work email that was during work time, so that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I did avoid something yesterday, but I want to bring it up so maybe someone else can do it. And our good buddy Dalton probably saved the day on this one. We got into one of those things that maybe if you work in an office, you get into where someone sends a group email out. And responses that could just be sent to that person are sent to the entire group. Okay? it's it, Instead it of just getting a reply, a lot. people love to know that you did something. So they send a reply all. Mm-hmm. And I had it in my message. I had replied all, and I just had the word unsubscribe in my in my <laughs> email. You were going to send it I was to just going to send the entire company. company. Because this thread was getting out of control. It was meaningless. People were just messaging because they're bored and they wanted other people to see their Very name. Very true. And so I was done with it. So I had it typed in my email on my phone. It just said unsubscribe. And I went out to Dalton and our buddy Steve Hawk and I said, I need to, I need some proofreaders on this before Boy. I go public with it. I think this is very funny. Can I hit send on it? And both of them said, do not do that. And so I, I chickened out. And I didn't do it, but I thought that's a that could be a fun thing for someone else to try if you work in the business where suddenly the emails to everyone are getting a little out of control. Just hit them with that unsubscribe. unsubscribe. Well, if you asked those two, <laughs> right? And they said no. Yeah, it was probably the right move. move. That's how you know. Now I'm just going to say for future reference, you can start with those two to see if you get a no. Yeah. If you get a yes from those two, mm-hmm. I would suggest you ask maybe what about, one, one more person. But what about both? I mean, both of them. That's, uh, that's two if people. If you get a yes from those two, I would say yeah. maybe ask one more. <laughs> one a, more person that you might okay. be talking to one, okay, one. right now. But see, I kind of wanted you to be surprised by the funny email. Oh, I right? would I kinda, surprised. There's part I, of it where I go, ah, Dalton and Steve, they, they will laugh. I know that I could probably get them to chuckle, but I really want you to get a good hoot out of it when you're sitting there and you see it pop up on your email. I would have laughed so hard. Yeah. It would have been a good laugh. I would have laughed so sure. hard, man. Because you can't get out of those things. Those big work email chains. and People are just constantly replying <laughs> all this. Like, why are, what is, what is happening but right now? But you know what? It would have backfired. Because probably ten people would have sent, would have laughed, or said they didn't get it, or yes. said me too, or you know what I mean. Then you would have just cluttered it even more. That's true. Like I would have wait. That works. Is this an option? Can we unsubscribe? Please? Oh gosh, that would have been so funny though. That would have been one a literal laugh out loud because it would have caught me completely off guard. The bad news is the second I see your name in a reply all, I it's usually pull good. over to the side of the road. Stop everything I'm doing. Take a deep breath and then open it. See, the last one I did, I didn't get in trouble for. So that's why I kind of want to push my luck a bit. Yeah. Because I did one a couple months ago where it started going and some guy responded with a witty email to the reply all and he spelt a word wrong. And then I just replied all and corrected his spelling mistake. Which was hilarious. And no one got mad about that one. So I thought maybe we are free reign to start doing that. (laughs) I think so. People didn't get it. They're like, whoa. It should be be free game. If you step into the reply all world, you need to live in the reply all world. Yeah, you can't get mad. No. I mean, if you're you're the person who started it, you know, like, oh, I want to know where the good fishing spots are. The the person who started it's okay. 
because it's an actual email to the it company was. that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. It's everyone who's responding to everybody. Right. That's Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Well, who do they think puts all their toys under the tree? Well, there's a rumor floating around that uh, that the parents do. That's that's ridiculous. Kevin James. I mean, parents can do that all in one night. What about Santa's cookies? I suppose parents eat them too. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Well, I guess you can zip your lip now, Mister. Zip. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Uh, Rick did not come through with another amazing smoked breakfast. And, you know, Rick, I only give you a hard time because, well, you like the 49ers. So I don't like you. And you I just say I just said thank you to Rick for the breakfast he Whoa. brought yesterday, which was not really breakfast, but just a great meal of a smoked chicken breast with a jalapeno pepper in it wrapped in bacon yes. and everything. I would I would imagine most people do not consider that breakfast. No, right? <laughs> we only consider it breakfast because thank well, you. it oh, was during thank you. the morning. Yeah, well, we're just weird. We'll eat any food anytime. And now our our good friend Lynn O'Neill has dropped off a little Christmas bag of goodies for each oh of us. What do you have in yours, Slimmy? This she said this was her version of Trashmas back to us. Oh, very sweet, very nice. What'd you get? She sent me. I mean, let's try it. Let me see. It might be banana, but let me make sure here. Oh, yeah. That is a good old-fashioned loaf of banana bread. It is really good. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to open mine yet. I see yes. I have a loaf of it. It looks like I think there's oh blueberries in there. I don't know if there's anything else. I want to save this, oh though. My I'll, I'll be honest. Mine is a loaf of bread at the bottom of the bag, but okay. at the top of the bag, mm. there was a mm. special late birthday Uh-oh. for me, and it says, sorry, the jerky's not the best. It's my first time ever making it. Oh, what? I should have had a trial run. Well, oh, Lynn, geez. listen. I think you're fine. If it is meat, and it's... <laughs> let, let me see how terrible... What a very sweet thing to be worried is. about. And, and Kevin, we can find oh. more celebrations for you if she wants to try again right like we can oh, find a, point. a celebration for kev in february mm. yeah for sure lynn i mean the new year's just around the corner yeah don't you worry one bit don't say sorry for that jerky <laughs> it's great <laughs> why did that sound so homemade weird? jerky looks good ah no kidding well yeah, done lynn good. thank you very sweet kj i know i mean i know you're a big leap year guy Mm. Love him. Big, Huge. big leap year guy. Yeah. So leap year jerky. I know Kev's a big fan of that. So if you do want to try again, Lynn, on another round of jerky, I know Kev loves a good leap year gift. Isn't the next leap year in 2024? He's uh, leap year observed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Olympics? Yeah, Olympic. Oh, well, big. big. Olympic. Wow. Kevin, Kevin has always said, and I, this is since I've known him. Yeah. There's nothing of the exact quote. There's nothing that goes better with some good old-fashioned Olympics than jerky. Isn't that so right, true. Kev? That's yeah. a, that's oh, a so quote. True. Yeah, for sure. And another thing that I think and jerky is off. great for is... He's not watching. Right. No. Oh, what's so good for, KJ? You can't really <laughs> kick off a new year without jerky. You're right about that. Nah. And then, of course... Merry, Valentine's, Merry Day, jerky Valentine's Day jerky is uh, yeah. great. Shape the jerky in the shape of a heart. Right. It's you very cute. Chew it cool into time. a heart shape yeah, if you want to. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Just some ideas yeah. for anybody who wants to dry meat. <laughs> we, if you have extra dry meat, we have a reason to eat it. So true. We will always find a reason for jerky. Always.
I owe an apology to Amanda Grant. Oh. Amy Grant, I'm sorry. Why did you oh. say Amanda, Amanda Grant? Grant? I was like, who's Amanda Grant? Uh, we go by her. I go by her Christian name. Oh. I go by her fake name. I understand. That's how she checks into hotels. Oh, Amanda Grant. To really keep things incognito. Yeah, who would ever guess? Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, do you have a room for Vincent Gill and Amanda Grant? <laughs> and he goes by Vinster. I just didn't want to blow his Vin- cover. Vinster Gill. Vinster Gill and yeah. Amanda Grant. Makes sense. So. I'm gonna have to knock off one of my two songs. KJ had a, uh, some great he had, he had a great listener letter today that someone sent in asking for some good songs. Kev had some home runs. Oh my gosh, he had some Ariana Grande in there. I've now listened to that song 30 times. Kev, thank you so much so for that. Catchy. I, I, but I had a BB and CC song. If I was picking two, I'd BB and CC. Give me a sign, and it's so good. I love that song, but. I'm knocking it off. Breath of Heaven, Amy Grant. Someone had texted that in, reminding me that I had mm. done, done, done Amy Grant wrong, and the I did. Disservice. So yeah, Breath of Heaven cool. slides on in there. It's one of the two I'd recommend. Okay. Have Vince and Amy done Christmas songs together? Ooh. Because they're both so good at Christmas. They're married. They love each other. Why have they not done a Christmas album That's a great question. together? Okay. KJ, I am seeing, I don't know if these are recorded, but I'm seeing some... Ryman performances oh. of them singing Christmas music. I mean, it has to have happened, Which, right? Yeah. Even a phone version of someone filming Amy Grant and Vince Gill singing Christmas is better than most people's studio recordings. That is true. Yeah. I would take it. Good point. Man, I'm telling you. This one's so good. Oh, it's just so darn cute. Thoughts. All right, Kevin. Uh, a couple of happy birthdays today. Kiefer Sutherland is Ooh. 55. Jack Ray Bauer. Romano, 64 today. Mm. Raymond. And then this one caught my eye. Samuel L. Jackson. First of all, you got a guess on his age? 74. 63. 73. Samuel L. Jackson, 73. And here is what is interesting. Samuel he checks in as L. Sam Jack. Jackson. Yeah. Sam Jack. This is a great trivia question that you could get right sometime. Samuel L. Jackson is the highest grossing actor of all time. Oh, wow. Kev, that's a fantastic stat. Okay. Highest grossing actor of all time Dang. because he starred in so many movies going all the way back to 1988 with Coming to America. They just say the list goes on and on yeah. and on. Twenty-seven billion dollars worldwide. That's a great fact. Do they count as commercials? Because he does a lot of those too. So I feel like uh, you know. it doesn't. It says any cameo appearances are not included. Oh wow, man! Good job, Sam Jack. Final, Final thoughts. Also, his handle, I'm sure, on any socials that sure. he doesn't really want traced back to him. I noticed today several of the local media outlets have been saying things like this. When they're talking about the snow. Okay. Traction shoes are either recommended or beneficial. So true. And I thought, I don't know that I've ever heard that. I mean, I've heard it maybe like runners have said they'll put those things on their shoes that give them a little traction. Yes. Sometimes I think police officers might put them on their shoes if they have to deal in wintry conditions. But is that a thing that a lot of people are just putting on those traction shoes? You have well, traction t- shoes? I did it last night going you put to on Gon- traction going shoes. Going to Gonzaga, I have a pair of dress shoes that are very slippery. I could see that. And I yes. thought 
I'm not wearing these dress shoes because I don't know what it's going to be like walking into the arena. And oh, so man. I... Brutal. I put on, They're the worst, right? Dress shoes are the yes. worst. So I put on uh, some different shoes, some more more like a tennis shoe type thing, and wore those. Like no, I get that. Shoes? But is that what they shoes? mean, or do they mean those things that you slip so. over your I shoes? Mean, I think they're talking about things you slip over your shoes that give you traction. I heard little. it as just good shoes with good traction. Well, that makes more sense. That's what I was thinking anyways. Yeah, but I get that. I do get that. I would imagine that would be way smarter. I do. I first thought was those things you slide over your shoes. That's the problem. The problem is you can't cool. use a phrase like that that has a product after it, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, yeah. you can't say that. So that's uh, that would be hilarious if they were recommended. <laughs> chain up we your all shoes. Chain up. Put chains on your shoes, everybody. Which again, probably would work. They have them. Yeah. Have no, you, I mean we used to. They work pretty the good. Runners used not, to use them all the time, and yeah, I'm sure they're not fun to put on though. They look tricky. Right. Put them on when you're not on the ice. I would Kevin say. Kevin walks into Gonzaga with those on his dress shoes and forgets to take them off. Right on the court. Right on the wood. They're like, hey, bud, you got 